We have shortened our service a little because in a few moments' time, Lam is going to come and share her testimony for us as well, which is something we've been looking forward to for a long while. And if you'd like to share something that God has done in your life, uh, then I do encourage you just to speak to me. Uh, of course, you can do that like she will do right here at the front. Uh, but you can do that on the podcast studio uh, if you like. That's a really nice way of doing it if you're unsure about being in front of people. Or you could even write it down, and we'd be delighted to publish it in the, in the bulletin. But there are many ways to share a testimony. It could be a few sentences. God did this for me this week. It could be a whole story of how you were plucked from the flames of hell and set upon firm ground by the grace of God alone. And uh, whatever it is, if it's your story, uh, the body wants to hear it and to be encouraged. We're going to confess our sins and exchange a sign of the peace, and then, Lamb, I'll invite you to come forward. Uh, you may wish to kneel. Uh, posture is often significant for us. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you, thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who in his great mercy has promised forgiveness of sins to all those who sincerely repent and with true faith turn to him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let's rise and offer one another a sign of the peace. May the peace of the Lord be always with you. Peace be with you. Send it. Uh, brothers and sisters, for those of you that do be seated that have not yet met her, this is, this is Lam, uh, who has married Brad. In fact, uh, I married you, which is a weird thing to say. Uh, Lam is uh, a believer, and uh, I think you've been a believer for a few years, and took me up on this wonderful opportunity just to share a little bit of her journey in faith. Um, this is you get to worship like I do every week. It is the most encouraging sight, isn't it? Isn't yes. it great? Yes. So I'm going to just let you uh, speak to us, and I'll sit right here. And if you need anything, just ask me. Okay. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to share my testimony, and uh, here it goes. So I was born and raised in Vietnam for 18 years before I came to the U.S., and in Vietnam, most people worship Buddha and their ancestors. And so my household also did the same, or still does the same. Um, my household prayed to these entities for many good things in life, and uh, we also strive to be uh, good people in return, thinking that this will give us peace and good karma. It's a very familiar term, good karma. But this reason was too shallow to compel me to do any good. In fact, I did not feel compelled to do anything. I 
there was no reason or belief behind my actions. I thought if I was, I was good enough if I didn't get caught doing the things that I would get in trouble for, or um, uh, if uh, the thing, the bad deed that I did was, see, if it was too small, then it wouldn't matter. Or if I was the only person who was affected by it, then that's okay. And so I grew up telling many lies, many white lies or many lies in general. I stole things. I got angry at people because I never got into trouble for getting angry at people. I stole dollars from my mom's piggy bank every week. And uh, in the lowest point of my life, I also um, got lost in pornography every day at a very young age. So things did not improve when I came to the US. I learned many new ideas that claimed that they could liberate me. Um, and because I had no anger and reason for anything that I did, I fell for these ideas. I struggled with my sexual identity for, um, uh, for a long time and uh, thinking that I could be both a man and a woman at different times. Um, and I continued to lose to my sexual desires in the things that I did, the things that I consumed, and the things I thought. Um, but the thing is, I did not know by doing all these things who I could possibly offend. Like who, who, you know, all these things I do for myself, who I could offend. I couldn't see a better way in this. So it was during grad school that my then boyfriend suggested that we read the book the Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren together and uh, explore Christianity together by going to church. And this time, by this time, all my life in Vietnam and in the US so far, I only heard of Jesus very scantily. I did not know the whole story. I only heard about something about God dying on a cross and that's it, nothing beyond that. So when I finally heard the good news of Jesus in full for the first time, the second time, and so on, it was really refreshing. It was really refreshing next to the things that the world told me. This news told me that I had done much to offend the God that created me and that to pay for all my offenses. Um, his perfect son, Jesus Christ, came to earth, died in my place, and rose again to make me right with God if I would put faith in Jesus. This is all very moving and shocking. And as I soon found out, it was painful to wrestle with as well. The law of God exposed a lot of my crimes and I was scared to face them. I was scared that all the things founded on these crimes would collapse, like my relationship, my identity, and my grad studies, and a lot of other things. And many of these things did collapse, um, but I was not alone. I was comforted by Jesus when I spent time in his word. I was moved by his accepting and embrace, uh, long loving embrace every time I felt ashamed and guilty. Um, I had the assurance that he knew what I was going through because, uh, sorry. <laughs> because he has been through a death more shameful and painful than I, how I would ever feel. 
and no matter how much I wish I didn't exist because I was disgusted with myself, he told me that I didn't have to feel that way because he had tied my place instead. So Jesus opened my eyes and ears and heart so I could accept this truth, that he, was, he is the only son of the one true God, my God, and he died for my wrongs and rose again to restore me to my God. Many of my past wrongs are uh, now gone because he, uh, he does not forsake me, and he gives me the strength to resist going down the old paths I have always gone down. And I once thought that turning away from um, extremely tempting wrong things was impossible. I did really think so. But my God, and our God, is the God of the impossible. He gives us the forgiveness and strength that we need to do the impossible. But from a person who did not have any anchor or reason or foundation for what she did, Jesus transformed me and and lay himself down as the foundation of my life. And he's the only rock that will stay strong and stays true forever. The Lord Jesus is the most precious indeed, and his righteousness is steadfast, and his love is abundant. And because of the who he is and the things that he did, I have assurance and hope that he will keep me close forever all my days. Thank you for listening. share the gospel of God and our own selves also is, is really the essence of what Lamb has just done. Uh, to make oneself vulnerable like this, please uh, don't, don't mob her, but do thank her for what she did. And if uh, that also uh, moves you to um, talk about yourself in that way, uh, what a thing that would be if we become known as a church that is free uh, from judgment and, and is filled with grace uh, like that. Thank you, Lamb. That's really great. <laughs>